creating cultural awareness and understanding. This is Culture Click. Culture Click is written and produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. It's been a busy semester for Winona State Student Senate. They've begun work on a number of initiatives, several of which have already come to fruition. Here today to speak with me about the Senate's recent accomplishments and their plan for their future is Senate President Ben Elgin. Ben, thanks for joining me. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Glad to be on here. Wonderful. Well, welcome to the show. So to start, uh, recently the Student Senate announced that there's been a change to the university's uh, counseling policy. Tell me about uh, what, what, what's going on there. There's a lot to it, and it's been a long time coming. Basically, we've been able to get uh, two additional counselors um, to address the significant needs that students, I mean, they need and that they've expressed support for. So that's been a great update, um, most recently starting this semester, this spring semester. So, so what created the need uh, for, for student senate to take this action? Did, was it concerns from students, or I guess constituents is the word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and that's a big question. I mean, like, I, I'm not qualified to mental health and, you, you know, but basically... The demand uh, was higher than the counseling services' previous capacity to address that. Mm-hmm. So there were more students um, needing or seeking appointments than there were counselors available to take them. Yeah, and there there was some turnover in counseling services. Um, that just happens, and so basically, again, there's so much need that basically there's a, a huge wait list. Again, I don't know how long or what that consisted of. But at the heart of it, students, if and when they needed an appointment, they were unable to get that. And that is unacceptable. And we heard that. And so we advocated for the hiring of one additional counselor to address that. And now this semester, we've actually gotten one full time to kind of fill that. And then also, um, I don't know the official word for it, not part time, but a temporary position. Mm-hmm. So just for the remainder of this of this spring semester. And then at that point, it's not guaranteed if they'd stayed on, but uh, hopefully. And so we'll continue advocating. But that's kind of what's been happening this year. Sure. So Student Senate passes this resolution in October advocating for additional mm-hmm. hiring. Mm-hmm. What happens next? Is the uni- cause, I mean, that, that's a big request. Is, is the university yeah, receptive to it? What, what, what happens next after that resolution? Yeah. So I'll maybe take that in two parts. Sure. So just logistically how it works is student Senate will pass a motion on this matter, or any other subject. Um, and we'll, we'll publish that online, blah, blah, blah. But basically what I do is I take that. And then in my meetings with university administration, whether that's president Olson or again, whomever I need to based on, on the subjects, I basically take that and say, Hey, th- these are what students here on campus want that we've spelled it out. This is the official voice, what we want. And then from there, we work together to address whatever that is. Um, on this subject in particular, um, I think it's fair to say that we're all on the same side. Students, you know, counseling, uh, higher administration, we all recognize the need for it. And we all want the same thing here. And so it was just a matter of the logistics of, you know, getting an ad out or how do we make sure this is the best service that's being offered. Um, and it's been a great team effort. Looking forward, you also um, noted the concerns over the six-session limit 
rule yeah, that we yeah. have here at Counseling Services. What what is the rule and 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 what what kind of are is the Senate's plans for for changing it going forward? If anyone's unaware, basically, so we've got these new counselors hired. That's great, and we're you know no wait list. You can get an appointment, but um, a new policy was implemented where um, a, a student, an individual, would only have uh, a, a cap of six uh, counseling sessions per semester. It's not a year per semester. Um, Again, the intention being to, again, mitigate the significant inload. Um, I'll, I will say, again, I don't know the exact number, but it was like somewhere like 80 to 90% of students um, previous to this change, they were already having less than six uh, sessions per semester. Mm-hmm. So it's, again, I don't want to mitigate that concern, but... Sure most students are already having uh, less than six per semester. And counseling service on campus it was never intended to be a long-term care. We don't have the capacity to do that. Um, a lot of it's um, short-term stress, trauma, homesickness, um, stress, you name it. Um, and counseling services, they're always supporting students to seek whatever care they need whether that's working with, you know, a, a, another provider in the community so they can get that long, long-term care they need. I mean, that's always discussed, and that's, that's always the objective um, is to make sure that students are receiving the care that they need. So, I mean, to your question, again, this is something new this semester. And sure. so we, we heard the feedback from students is, you know, they hear that like, oh, I can only get so many sessions. That's, that's an understandable concern, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, I've been able to express that to counseling services and and the university, and they're very much so aware of that. And so we're kind of seeing um, how it's how well it goes this semester, um, and saying, you know, are, is the is the the inload is that manageable?" And just kind of see what can be done to address that going forward. Moving to a different topic, the Senate's also undertaken an initiative to increase pedestrian safety safety at nearby intersections. Uh, tell, tell me about the initiative or campaign, rather, and, and, and what can community members expect to see uh, at, the, at these intersections? Yes. So uh, this has been a huge, huge initiative that we've been working on all year. Pedestrian safety is a significant concern for the entire community, not just students on campus, um, not just the Winona State, but the entire city of Winona. Yeah. And so it's always going to be a collaborative effort. So there is a pedestrian safety committee um, that's partners between um, the university and the city. Mm-hmm. And so we were kind of able to put our foot in the door and say, hey, we would love to have students on this and provide our input. So um, working with them, uh, looking to address a lot of different things. So there's kind of three different areas or subtopics within the larger theme of pedestrian safety. So the first has been uh, an educational campaign. So th- there's a lot of internal <laughs> politics because <laughs> students or the university were like, hey, give us a stop sign or something because we don't want to be hit. But then others will be like, oh, stop looking at your phones when you're crossing the <laughs> intersection. And that's valid, but it's – so we have to reconcile those. Sure. So one of the first things we did was an educational campaign. 
And so in January of this semester, um, it was a week-long pedestrian safety week. And so we had posters all over. Um, we had student senate. We were handing out a little slap reflective bracelets um, and other materials. And out at intersections, we put up some A-frames and some posters and whatnot, just trying to raise awareness of the issue that, yes, be safe when crossing intersections, um, just kind of promote that awareness. Um, the second point um, that we're still working on is in uh, a stop sign on the intersection of 8th and Center. Don't quote me on that. But basically, it's a block off Main um, towards Ed Village. So now that we've um, we have this great new education village um, this year, we now have a significant amount of students commuting to Education Village. It was at two blocks away from Main Campus. And again, that raises concerns over pedestrian safety where you have to cross Main Street. And so there is there is an intersection that it is not a four-way stop, and it is very difficult to cross, and we have hundreds of students crossing it every day. And so we are trying to work with the city to get a stop sign. That's yeah. literally all we want. Yeah. And so working with the city to get that to happen, and we've been doing counts because we have to – there has to be a certain threshold for it to make sense or apparently, I don't know, it's above my head. But, <laughs> but, but we're working on getting a, a stop sign, and, and the city has been receptive of that. And then third, and kind of most recently, and you know the uh, the blinker on Main Street, it's kind of you punch it and it, it flashes for cars? Yep. Um, we are now getting one on Huff Street. So the university has committed funds to, to help pay for that. And so I think I've, I've heard nothing but good feedback on, on, the, on the Main Street one. So now we want to replicate that success on the other side of campus on Huff Street. So that's really exciting. Yeah, absolutely. One one question that came to mind for me, and and you touched on it a little bit, um, with things like stop signs and and uh, I'm not sure what the proper name for the the flash signs are. Yeah, flash. I've, I've been calling them blinkers, but they have some technical name. But yeah, yeah, I hear you. Who who are sort of the sort of the actors at the city that come into play that uh, uh, the university and the senate has to work with to make this happen? It's the city itself. Sure. So um, city manager, um, but we've been working a lot with the city engineer. So they're um, the one who oversees all the streets, the lights, the signs. Um, and so, and they're part of that uh, pedestrian safety committee meeting um, that I mentioned earlier, um, in addition to city planners. And then we have university facilities on there. We have students on there. So again, I mean, just like the, the counseling, um, maybe even more so pedestrian safety, it's a collaborative effort because it's not just students. It's not just the university mm-hmm. because it's, such a broad community issue we need to be having these conversations with the city itself the city of Winona um, and I think that's why we've been able to start seeing success on that issue sure moving forward to student fees yes the student fee management committee has started looking at, pro- mm-hmm. at fee proposals this semester what's what's notably been decided so far I'll, I'll maybe just give a brief introduction kind of explain it sure so, so you know, if we go look on our, our bills, we have, in addition to tuition, we have all those other uh, associated fees. Um, athletics, student union, student life, um, health, wellness, you name it, tech, you know, get our laptops. So this student fee management committee, um, there's six or eight students and some administrators. They review those those fees and recommend potential changes. So that's what we've been looking at. So we do that in spring semester of every year. Um, we've gotten through maybe less than half. 
Um, but we've done athletics, um, health, wellness. Uh, we're just looking at student union now. And so how that works is this committee looks at it, provides a recommendation that goes to the Senate. They look, look at it, provide a recommendation to President Olson and the university. They look at that and then pass it along to ultimately the Minnesota State System Office. So that's kind of a long process. It's important that we're having student input on these important decisions. That th These are things that we're all paying for. It's, it's a significant amount. So mm -hmm. one of the, the, the big ones this year, and it's, it's always bigger at the end, but um, tech. Uh, there was a 3% a um, technology fee brought forward to us. That, that was the recommendation. Um, and it's kind of interesting because in the last, I want to say five, five plus, I'll say, um, there, there hasn't been an increase in that tech fee. Mm -hmm. um, they've been able to manage it really well. And so ultimately, I mean, uh, I think one of, one of the big needs or the reasons for that potential increase is the increased cost of the software, like the uh, Adobe suite and, you know, the stats software XYZ. Um, the cost to license that is, is going up. And so uh, the justification for that fee increase is to continue to pay for that important software that students are using. Um, so the Senate did recommend a 3% increase to the technology fee. Um, I think there was a 0% increase to the athletics fee because there's a, we've at, we're at the cap, actually, so mm -hmm. we legally can't raise it anymore, um, for better or for worse. Um, but then looking ahead, uh, we, we just got a 1.8% student union. So that's maintaining Crisco commons. Um, that has been proposed, um, and the Senate hasn't made a recommendation yet, but again, a potential increase. And then another big one is the student life. Um, that's, that's a huge one. Just, it's just larger than the others. And then ultimately tuition as well. Um, we look at that and provide a recommendation uh, for tuition. Well, Ben, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It's um, great to come in. Uh, first time here in the KQAL studio. <laughs> um, so thank you so much for having me. Wonderful. Thanks, Ben. Yep. Thanks. Thanks again to Ben Elgin for joining us on this episode of Culture Click. To stream this episode or any other episode of Culture Click, visit kqal.org and select the media tab. I'm Willard Hike. Thanks for listening. Creating cultural awareness and understanding. You've been listening to Culture Click. Support for Culture Click is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Culture Click is produced by KQAL FM on the campus of Winona State University. For more information, look us up on the web at kqal.org. And thanks for listening to Culture Click. Are you interested in all things Winona and the surrounding area? Find podcasts of Culture Click and all your favorite KQAL shows by going to kqal.org and looking for program archives under the Media tab. Culture Click is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund.